0: April five, twenty twenty one. 2021, it's the for Pedro Show. <laughs> pedro show happy monday Uh start off the show with john cotrain doing soul eyes and then wsr with astray oh. and uh yeah brother man at love grotto on the pleasure point a couple miles south from here but i'm not totally man alone people because those software engineers in estonia with their skype invention yeah i've got the man behind wsr emmanuel put your put welcome aboard hello emmanuel. Thank you. Yeah, sorry for the f- ruining your language and your name and everything. <laughs> no, really, no, no, excuse me. No, pardon, 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 that's pardon. <laughs> uh, or yeah. das tut mir leid, right? Because we're talking to you from Berlin.
1: Yes, that's right. Like
0: kind of your adopted
1: home. Yeah, I've been here f- Ooh, six six years now. Six years, okay.
0: Like yeah. Frantelle Andrea. Ah, by the way, we have to give respect because... Uh, your honor, for the making the connection. And uh, a lot of good music people coming out of Berlin these days. People, and they're not, all, a lot of them are Germans, but some of them aren't. <laughs> no <laughs> people are people. It's just beautiful. Uh, where you're born just as a kind of accident. Uh, uh, Manuel, let's talk about your uh, journey through music. Uh, please give me your earliest musical recollection, uh, memory.
1: your um, oh excuse me, recollection. Um,
0: Remember, well, it's I the What from Pedro show, so there's no hard question questions and there's no wrong answer. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, I was uh, I was listening to like tapes of like pop Italian bands that were like copied through, like, um, like passed on to from like cousins and brothers. I did. There was nothing good about those tapes. (laughs) What what, what town? What town? Sorry? Which town? i was in florence oh okay so that's such a
0: small town
1: <laughs> in yeah. fact
0: i i knew a band a, friend's a band called ovo ovo oh yeah that a really bell. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah i don't actually know them uh, I
0: think,
1: yeah i played <laughs> with them it was a while
0: ago it was a while ago i remember yeah. playing a disco yeah. a couple times there only place to play in town was a disco Anyway, anyway, yeah. about your story. So, your early memory is mixtapes, like cassette tapes from yeah. your cousins and your yeah, friends. Yeah,
1: like I was. Yeah, and I was. I had like this kind of like stereo cassette tape recorder, and I was just listening to radio and like turning it on when I when I heard something that I liked. But it was like I was. I, I must have been. I don't know, like seven years old. I don't. Re, I don't have any like like good. I think the first actual. Uh, sort of uh musical recollections like things that i actually like uh stayed in my mind i think it was when when i was maybe like in uh, uh end of primary school and uh, like my cousin was passing me like uh, copied cds with uh stuff downloaded from They're like gorillas or nirvana i don't know pretty like uh and like I don't know between the '90s and the 2000s, you know. Well, well, of, well, let uh, me
0: ask you this: the, the casa, the, yeah. ha- the house you grew up in, did it have instruments, musical instruments?
1: Um. Well, my father plays a few instruments. Ah, great. But uh, yeah, but yeah. So he plays like guitar, and he had like a electron, like an electronic keyboard. But I wasn't actually. I think like my father has has um, a very distinct musical taste and it's quite far from mine. So actually, when he was trying to push me to like play stuff, I don't know, like sing along or stuff like that, I was always sort of uh, <laughs> with a sort of emancipation instinct. I was kind yeah, of like, yeah. uh, I want to be my, I want to be my own
0: man. I want to be my own man. And it probably wasn't (laughs) so much rock and roll either, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, what about school? Let me let me ask you about school. Were you uh, in the choir or like uh, the band, or did they have musical programs?
1: No, well, like I kind of started playing with the concept of making music only way, 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 way way later. Like in music, we had some like uh, sort of like basic. Music uh, tuition, but nothing really so advanced. But I think I started really getting into music making. I think perhaps as soon as my, sta- as my dad stopped sort of like pushing it, yeah, I yeah. started to just sort of actually actively pursuing it. Uh, so what myself. was what, what was I, the first uh, first instrument? So. Well, actually, the computer. So I started oh. making techno music when I was like fourteen, fifteen. Okay. I discovered like techno music and house music. So, so, so I, we're talking
0: I, like samples and loops.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I I started with a software called FL FL Studio, which is kind of like a like a computer version of an Akai sampler. Uh, and I was just uh, like there was some sort of sounds in it and I was trying to to uh, replicate some of the things that I, I so I had some like uh, mixtapes from my sister so my sister is a little bit older than me she's like four years older and she had some like techno and house mixtapes that she was getting when she was going to clubs and like those were the f- things that when i was so when i was in my teenage years i started to get sort of curious about electronic music because it was not something that i could really get from the mainstream this kind of like club music was not really on mtv i mean it was sometimes but like not to such an extent of you know fi- being able to find like interesting techno music so i was in hearing these things in these mixtapes and while also trying to understand who the artists were, because it wasn't always possible. So, like, early 2000s, I'm talking. Uh, I was just trying to replicate these kind of patterns with um, well, you mean like with a, a, software.
0: Uh, can I ask you, like, Massive Attack or maybe
1: uh, um, effects Twin? Yeah, sort of, Yes, yeah, like, Royxop, I think, is one of the first things that I discovered. Like, Royxop and Massive Attack... And then also some more sort of like tech, I don't know, like Jeff Mills, like this very like straight uh, club techno music. Can I ask
0: you uh, a, a uh, funny name that I learned maybe 20 years ago? Spangle? Sh- Spangle,
1: I think it was called. Spangle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I know this. Well,
0: a lot of these things, because, you know, at first, like one of these subgenre, I mean, the genre names are hilarious, but one was yeah. called Bass and Drums. So I was, of course, a little interested, especially the bass part. So Brother yeah. Matt took me up to West Hollywood, the Viper Room, and it was the Aphex Twin guy. And there was no bass oh. player. There was no drummer. It was one man with many machines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was still there pretty is, interesting. Okay. It was. It kind yeah. of just seemed to me like a punk version or a, some wild version of Kraftwerk.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I mean, I was pretty... I think through these experiences, like I I started to understand, like, because the word electronic music was quite abstract still at the time when I was like 13, 14. And the fact that, like, one man could make all the whole thing was quite appealing to me because I was, I don't know, uh, I was interested in this kind of like do it yourself sort of thing. (laughs) Man alone, man Uh, alone yeah and like I think th- through those things I discovered Radiohead because I think there was something somehow I made a connection with Radiohead and I and I found uh, um, I downloaded kid a uh, from Radiohead and that was sort of my entry point I think into really like, a, a more sort of like structured idea of electronic music and composition in a way, uh, like weird music that had a lot of electronics and and uh, these things that ha- were not just like uh functional, like uh club music, but more of a i don't know, and that had a narrative in a way, yeah. I think, uh, but yeah, I think, I mean, my first instrument was the computer, I started playing instruments quite a lot late like in my when I mean, when i was like 18 19 i started playing guitar and bass and the drums like i learned a few instruments by myself but it was always like a uh, sort of subdued to the use of the computer so it was i've always conceived music making through the computer is sort of like my main instrument and then everything else was just like sort of a sound palette to record through the computer in a way
0: okay in a way it seems like the the pewter was a musical instrument just as much as bass or drums yeah 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 yeah. like me right i use the pewter but i use it like it's a fake tape machine (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) well you used it like an actual thing to play
1: and and a tape
0: machine and also yeah
1: like it, to me it's crazy because I'm I don't know like I think it's acts maybe it's partially something that some of my friends uh, of my generation have uh, which is like like um, the computer is kind of like the 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 the, the, the sort of natural extension of uh, conceiving music making and then actually guitar bass and drums it's sort of it's pretty exotic in a way like it's something that perhaps uh for example like andrea like cuz we we share the studio so there's a lot of stuff that we've done together and we like sort of collaborate a lot uh on uh, i don't know like commenting each other's music and like cuz he's a few years older than me and he got onto the computer at a later stage like he started Playing actual instruments, and then got onto the computer for developing this into new territories and for me it's pretty much the other way around like i I started playing real instruments you know it, as a as a way to to expand the the possibilities that I had by just using the computer in a way and this is also a reason why I play real instruments I, I play a, quite a few real instruments but i play all of them pretty bad <laughs> yeah but you use it for, you use it uh
0: like for firewood to make like if the pewter exactly, is the yeah. fireplace you're making firewood out of the actual yeah very, very interesting look
1: yeah here's here's right
0: my idea about music it, it yeah. can come from many many different places and that's why i love asking people about their story i want to play here yeah. uh, these buildings will outlive us Buildings Wild Livest by WSR. And then we heard Dustin Wong from his brand new record. Great album. It's called uh, Internal Hot Springs. And I've been playing all of it uh, every episode. This is the last track. Walk to a bioluminescent sanctuary. Dustin Wong. Great album. And he uh, did it in the last couple months you know, during this uh, situation. To back after Mr. Tom out of Pittsburgh with his new album. Accusers of the Fucking Brethren. Great song. Great fucking album. I love it. Guided by Voices, uh, Bob Pollard's got a new, well, of course, he comes out a couple every year, but he's got a brand new one, and this is man-made. Uh, Guy by Voices is beautiful. I love it. And uh, from the still, I think this is a Berlin brand band. They just put out this thing called The 54. Interesting title. Hands Rotten for Switzerland after that two-screw prepared guitar experiment. Maybe two screws. I don't know. His English is pretty good, though. Like yours, man. And then Bomb is with soap thing. Thame. Uh, uh, we, we call these kind of fucking dramas on the TV at daytime. Soap operas. I think soap companies used to sponsor them 70 years ago. Back to radio days. And finally, Interim with WSR. And Off Air, people, we were talking. To, he, he's talking about his journey with music, right? And how Pewter was first part of it. But uh, explain to the listeners, Manuel.
1: Yeah. Um so yeah like i was like i was saying it's a kind of a, it's kind of weird because like computers like have been in a way and it still is like the way that i see sort of music making as a natural process Like, I don't even... Like, I never had the sort of experience of saying, okay, we have to rehearse. Like, this is something that I've only started to do more recently. Um, Sort of, like, rehearsing a song and then playing it live. Like, for me, it's all... It's all... It always happens through recording. Like, saving something to a hard drive first and then considering what to do with it. And, like, recently, what I've been trying to do... It's actually, in a way, trying to emancipate from the computer and actually trying not to use a computer when making music. And for me, this is like actually pretty hard. And I notice that when I do uh, sort of manage to get something good out of it, it's always uh, like I don't know. It's a way to challenge myself because I'm so I'm so <laughs> so like super. Dependent on like uh, having something in front of me, like having a sort of computer reference of what it is that I'm doing, uh, like being able to copy paste, being able to like resample and stuff like that. Well, let me ask you this. And, L- let yeah.
0: me ask you this. Uh, at first, you were t- t- composing and recording. When? Did, yeah. Th- what about the performance? Did that come in much well, later?
1: much, 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 much later. Like I I started making, when I was like in my teenage years, really electronic music. And there was no element of performance until way later, like twen- when I was, when I, I think I started to really conceive, how, just started to think about how to perform my music uh, shortly before releasing my first record. And that was in 2015. And at the start, I was playing. I was playing with my computer and samples and effect pedals. So it was very much a sort of like sculpting, uh, like live sculpting with effects, but the, the material was all pre-recorded. And I started really performing in the sense of having a performative act, musically musical performative act a couple of years later when I started actually playing a li- like an instrument uh in my solo sets. So I started I did a lot so I've always been very fascinated by string instruments, that this is something that sort of when I th- th- this is something that sort of started my um, sort of mature settlement of a musical palette was through like uh, cello and double bass and the bowed guitars, sort of like bowed strings. Yeah. And this was all stuff that like, so all of the things that are released at the start were things composed with recordings of other people playing uh, cello or double bass or myself p- Bowing a guitar and then reassembling stuff on the computer, and I started.
0: Can I ask you about those three instruments? They seem all three very
1: legato. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I've I've always been interested in the sort of bowed string. Uh, Like I've, I mean, I mean, not always, always, but like in uh, years there were sort of. I think I started really taking seriously the, the the idea of making music when I was at university and there um, we had like recording, like I studied the sound engineering in, as a bachelor degree. And there we had like recording studios to record. And a friend of mine was a double bass player and I managed to borrow a cello for a year. And then we've made our first sort of experiments together and those sessions were the ones where i gathered up most of the recordings that then turned into my first releases and I, I yeah and i got actually just like super 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 i fell really in love with the sound of the like yeah this kind of like legato string sound and
0: uh you know what i mean not I, it's not it's not uh sequenced into little bits in granular You know, pizzicato kind of things. It's all like almost like electronic music without keyboard, uh, oscillators.
1: Legato, keep going, flowing, flowing. Yeah, like I think I think it. When I was at university, I was then. So I started because I started with electronic music when I was like fourteen, and up to the point where I was twenty, I did everything sort of in the box. And then when I was at university, I realized that that, that I, I got actually probably a little bit bored. And I started to realize that real instruments were interesting in the sort of way that they could. Uh, they had this sort of like very, very broad uh, palette full of imperfections. And I think in both string instruments, I could see the most of this kind of like beauty of imperfections. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I sort of tried to exploit that to the highest degree possible. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I got into that a lot. And there was also an element of like not really being able to play, not being not really being able to master those instruments myself. And uh, there was an element there sort of challenging me a lot because there was nothing challenging into making music with a computer anymore, like I knew it inside out, and I needed sort of something kind of like triggering my curiosity to the next level, and I think that happened with, with bowed strings very much.
0: I think that's and, I, I think that's a really important thing that people don't realize. Challenges, just like nature, right? You need fertilizer to grow a good crop. Mm. Yeah, look, we're yeah. at the end of the first I, hour, April 5, oh. 2021 edition, Pedro Show. Special guest, Emmanuel what but- Pochinai. Hold tight for hour two. April 5, 2021. It's the second hour of the Lot for Pedro Show. For Pivo, so we start off the second hour with WSR doing Subside, then Ben Salter, that's Australia Day, a close relative of a fairy from Justice Yeldon, Fire from High Five Club with uh, special guest Eugene Chadbourne, and then WSR, or something live called Exclave. So we were just talking about performance, right? So th- yeah. tell me about this name, WSR, when did this happen?
1: So, um. Well, when did so the name WSR? Uh, so there's some, there's a project that I have. Uh, so it's it's kind of like, uh, it's weird because the, 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 the sequence of events is a little bit the other way around. But I have a project with my sister called Aperture. Ah, or Aperture,
0: I have some of the music that you sent me. We're going to play exactly. in the third hour, yeah
1: exactly yeah and um, so originally so my sister so I studied in England and my sister was actually so she's four years older than me and she's actually the first one that went to England to study and she lived in London for um, for five years and she lived uh, at some point in a flat in uh, Willow Street in East London, and I was going to London quite often, like two, three times a year to, uh, to visit her, because like, when I was in, 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 um, in high school, I, I was starting to get really hyped up for, like I don't know, just traveling abroad, and I kind of fell in love with England and the music scene there, in a way. And we started making some music together, Because we share a lot of sort of musical taste, uh, we kind of developed a similar musical taste. Although, uh, yeah, so I sort of pursued music more substantially and she went on to a more sort of like fine art, uh, visual art uh, pathway, but while also still making audio sort of music stuff with me and when she was in uh, a university and i was maybe like 18 or something that like we started making some music together and she was living in a flat in willow street and the f- name that we actually gave to the duo was willow street rumors because to record the first things that we recorded i i sort of uh, stayed at her place for about a month and uh, we sort of use that as a reference for the name of our band. Then the name of our band changed later because we kind of didn't really want that sort of association with uh with uh London necessarily. But I sort of took the acronym uh <laughs> Willow Street Room as WSR and I sort of made it mine just because I liked the acronym and i don't know it's uh like when i started to release solo music uh that was the first thing that i had that i sort of like had a an identification with and i didn't want to use my actual name because i i liked the idea of having a sort of like a musical alter ego uh because i liked the fact that my solo music is quite how can we say it, depersonified? Like it's something that just exists and <laughs> not necessarily, I don't know, sung by anyone or it has no sort of personal association with me. And I like the fact that, like, just having an acronym as a name, just a sort of uh, thing that is there, and like all of the visual imagery that is connected to the project is also this kind of like anthropomorphic figures that also my sister drew uh yeah i don't know i like this kind of like uh it's a little bit cryptic i don't like i i think this is probably the first time that i've actually explained okay what the story know, behind the name
0: yeah you, you know instrumental music is kind of like this and, and in fact one yeah. big co- one big component is the title and i noticed your yeah. titles are all in english
1: yes exactly <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I like I like the idea of of just uh the, the the sort of universality of having these pieces of music out there uh with like it's it's kind of like they don't have like the narrative is all in the music and perhaps the titles, but there isn't so much sort of personal connection with my own persona and the music itself. Like, I don't, I'm not necessarily interested in making that sort of personal co- connection uh, with respect to this project. It's a little bit different with the project that I have with my sister because there it's sung and there's a sort of yeah, more man. explicit narrative, and then it makes sense to have, you know, our faces and our names on it but wsr for me it's very much uh a vibe you know (laughs) know, when i when i
0: see that that acronym i think all right away without even yeah thinking about it wall street journal i mean (laughs) but i was kind of right because there is a street and there's willow instead of wall i was close without even fucking knowing here i want to play ceremony Chief! From Pedro Show started off that chunk of music with Ceremony from WSR. Then Nilsson out of Barcelona with uh, Intermission Paradoxal Undressing from Nota Comet. Uh, I don't know how to you want to talk about a name, okay? This is spelled the number two ZZEX. To Zex, anyway, and then I think they're singing Espanol, so Caspo Casa. Case, not casa, Case. and then Aruba Avuad. I know these cats. Yeah, that's uh, a flying fly vulture, right? Uh, he was on the show, uh, Victor, uh, great, great cat, and uh, and also another connect from Patella Andrea, uh, Nanonda B Eight. <laughs> that's a title, right? <laughs> and uh, No High Band, no No High Bando Trio. They do it all as one word. So fuck. Apologies, Let's see. Uh With Avenue Options. And finally, no, 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 no. Yeah, finally, Inner Oceans, WSR. The the No High Bando trio is, uh, the song's called Led Zepp. <laughs> Maybe short for Led Zepp, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it's pretty righteous tunes. You know, the, the last chunk of music I played, that Exclave or Exclava? Yeah. Or, okay. Th- that was a live performance and it was 2015. Yeah. Was it one of your first
1: ones? it's It was my very first live performance actually now how did that and go? How did that go so it was pretty crazy like I did some some sort of let's say live electronic live sets before, but that was the first time i've actually ever 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 performed a an instrument in public, and that was in a club in Berlin called om uh, next to It's a small club next to Trezor, which is a little bit more well known. And I, so what happened with this whole string instrument thing was that I I wanted to play them myself and I wanted to have that sort of bold sound, but I didn't want to have a guitar. Like, I didn't want to have this kind of like uh, association with uh, this kind of like genre trigger that a guitar would have. Yeah. So I built myself a string instrument, something that looks sort of similar to some of the things that Tony Conrad made. Tony uh, Conrad. <laughs> this kind of like a just like a piece of wood with a with a guitar pickup and uh, two strings. So I built this kind of like a prop, uh, sort of cello-like uh, instrument which could very 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 badly stay in tune but it was making like really really weird noises and it had some sort of like a vague sense of tuning and i played that with a lot of guitar pedals and basically what i did was so that was after i released my first record and i had some tracks that i had released and i sort of took all of the rhythmical elements of the pieces that I've released and I just improvised on top of that with this sort of like noise machine made of strings and I yeah and I played that set oh, and man. it's just that so it's just like a strings played in a loop pedal with a distortion and a bunch of rhythms on top It's very 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 it's very, very much improvised. There was no like written, pre written musical notations. I was just like making noises. <laughs> this, I think in with the old this.
0: days they called that a jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very much like a jam. <laughs> a jam. Look, we're at the oh. end of the second hour, April 5, 2021, Dishwap Pedro Show. Special guest, Emmanuel Porchadai. Hotel for our Three. April 5, 2021, it's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro
2: show. It's 2020 sight. It's not my history. It's not my history. It's just a flashlight, a single point of light. It's not my history. It's not my history.
0: for Pedro show start off the third hour wsr doing all your lies and a, a little <laughs> laugh about that people uh crane after that with the remix of the tide capital city dusters with something they called the minutemen song. a botanist was sephora tetra tura you know, the, the songs are named after plants and shit so they're yeah latin greek words and uh, by, by the way, uh, the Roberto in uh, botanist, he uses an electric auto harp. Yeah, a trippy instrument Whoa. to do death metal with. <laughs> That's what he told me. And Navajaga after that with Waku Waku da, uh, Doom. That's uh, Brother Shige in Berlin. You might know him. I know he knows for telegraph. Uh, Dead Reverend. Well, he has a band called Waku Waku Kingdom. And uh, God, he makes music with eight uh, bit Game Boy controller shit. <laughs> Crazy, uh, dead Reverend F that Avenue options, and finally Aperture. This is the prodge with your sister. All in our head. I got to tell the people, Aperture is an opening for a camera. Okay, but don't say camera in Italy because that's a room. They got another word for camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, has Aperture ever done any performances?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we we did we did a <clears throat> bunch of performances between uh, 2000. was it's like 2019 and a little bit before Corona in 2020. And so we yeah we performed a bunch of shows in Berlin in Italy. Um yeah, and that's uh that's a little bit different.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna ask you your opinion. It's much different than performing WSR in front of people.
1: Oh yeah, very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean I mean WSR is also much, 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 much more connected somehow I I don't know, like it I somehow always revolved around a scene that was a little bit connected to clubs and like electronic sort of more like functional electronic music with wsr like i played in quite a lot of clubs although i don't necessarily make any sort of club music but i because i released on a record label that was run by a guy who was somehow sort of left field techno producer called samuel carriage Uh, but aperture is on a completely different I don't know, scenario somehow, because it's much more of a songwriting thing as uh, in comparison to this kind of like electronic experiments and that's uh, much more like beat-driven, this stuff that I do alone. And Aperture is way more, yeah, somehow it has a much more of a somehow, I don't know, like song making intention.
0: Well, can I ask you about the process? Uh, who, your sister goes
1: first? Uh diff- can vary a lot. I mean my I mean none of us are songwriters specifically, so it's always a little bit of patchwork. Uh there's it's pretty electroacoustic as a process. Like we both record stuff with like like field recordings and then we 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 have a very sort of regular communication and we send each other like ideas and uh and um i don't know like intuitions pretty regularly and sometimes we find some kind of like interesting sound like some of the stuff on our record is just i don't know weird recordings of a piano that was out of tune and then she decided to put some words on it Or sometimes this uh, poem that she wrote and we try to make some kind of music on top of that. It's never really been a consistent process. Like we never had a studio together or a rehearsal room. And it's always been pretty displaced in time and space because we rarely lived in the same city. Like she lived in London at the start and I was in Italy. Then I moved to Manchester and she came back to Italy. And then I moved to Berlin and we were both here for a year and then she moved to Milan and then I moved back to Berlin and uh, then she's at some point in the future, she's going to move back to Berlin. And it's always a lot of this stuff happens on the Internet, actually. yeah, I was going to just
0: say most of it seems like it's trading files.
1: Yeah, very much. Yeah, like I've been doing.
0: Stuff that, I gotta tell yeah. you, Manuel, I've been doing buttloads of that stuff. I mean, <laughs> maybe it's different than yeah. being in the same town or the same room, but it, it you can still make things. It's it's you are yeah. you're right. It is a different kind of process. Here, I want to play uh, some aperture here. Something called Rock Burn.
3: I'm <laughs> sorry.
4: Listening to music, forgotten singing to myself, that feeling of thoughts unraveling like sparks of lucid euphoria.
0: For Pedro's show, last music for this edition. Start that chunk off. Aperture doing Rockburn, By the way, people, it might be a Chinese company. Uh, they can't. Fu- it's the name of an amplifier. They can't find it. So if any of you people know, <laughs> let, let, let me and Manuel know about this so we can find out who makes this. Fuck yeah, now. that would be cool. Right. Then we had Pants Exploder. After that, with Junie's getting involved. Uh, Kalinich and Tiven with Red Black Horizon. Out of Nashville, Tom Smith and Sherilyn Ervetz with It's the Mexico City. I think that Tom lives in Hanover now. Uh, a Georgia cat, but he's been in Germany a long time now. T- uh, Tommy Dahill out of Alaska with E Pleuribus One out of many, right? So there's some Latin. It's on the pennies, people. And finally, Aperture All in Our Head One, because there's another All in Our Head
1: i mean i sent you one that was one that is from the record and one that is a live performance oh that's
0: why it's because one had the gratuitous. number one yeah. yeah okay now now i yeah. understand i
1: didn't know what that i first the one thought it was the, the same song the
0: oh i'm sorry yeah
1: go ahead sorry no no no. yeah no. the one with the number one is the is the live performance okay. version
0: yeah, because yeah. they were different lengths. I thought they were the same song, and then they were different lengths, and they, they, they're they not exactly the same. So I, I said, well, I will let the <laughs> artist uh, enlighten yeah, enlight- me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have I'll have him, him enlighten me in real time. So you're yeah. saying your sister's going to move to Berlin, and you guys will actually be able to like play
1: together. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to it, okay. because it's been a long time that we haven't Right, managed right. To do that.
0: That, that, that's <laughs> trippy now now what will happen with that WSR you put that on the back burner
1: no no i I actually have a I have an album ready to release but it's been uh, it's, a, it's a very long story like I, I I'm part of a collective uh, through which uh, so like i've I've dealt with record labels up until now and I've started to go full. I decided to go full, uh, take full ownership of it. And I'm going to release our WSR record through this collective. Uh, there's some sort of, um, how can we say this, logistics issues for which I haven't been able to actually finalize this, but I'm going to release, yeah, some at some point, hopefully before the end of this year, I'm releasing a new album uh, through this collective called Stray Signals um which is yeah it's also something that i'm working on like my sister is also sort of within this um uh, yeah collective work with some other people from berlin people artists friends of mine and where can people
0: find you on the internet yeah. where can people find you on the internet
1: me um well, on Bandcamp. Ah, okay. There's uh, WSR, yeah.
0: Bandcamp. Okay.
1: Yeah, or, you know, like uh, Instagram or my website. I think... Oh, yeah, you have I your own website? Do you have your own website? I do. I do, yeah. it's um, URL, please. So it's a com slash WSR. It's on this uh, cargo collective platform. And there is uh, everything linked
0: up. Yeah. Cardboard
1: yeah. collective. Cargo collective. Oh, cargo A-R-G-O. collective. Sorry. Yeah. yeah.
0: You got that people. C A R G O C O L L E C T I V E. Dot com. Yeah.
1: Cargo collective. Uh,
0: yeah. So, that's right. Before. Yeah. <laughs> after, not
1: before. So. After. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so sorry. Manuel, it, it sounds very interesting what you're doing, man. And yeah, uh, Right now, and I can't wait to hear the stuff in the future.
2: Yeah. Truly. Thank
0: you. Truly. So, uh, new Aperture album in the works, maybe?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, very much.
0: So when very both much. these new records come out, man, come back on the show and let's talk about them, okay?
1: Oh uh, Yeah, that
0: would be really cool. Ah, beautiful. Yeah. People, it's been the April... Uh, keep on keeping on, brother. It's been the April 5, 2021 Dishwap P-Ro Show. Keep your powder dry.